Attorney General Sessions uh, say, no collusion, uh, leave me alone. And how dare you accuse me of that? I grew up in the Cold War. We know who the enemy is. Michael Caputo joins us now, former advisor to President Trump and head of the communication for the Trump caucus operations for quite some time. And, Michael, I was shocked to see your name come up. So what do investigate? Always great to hear from you, Michael. Appreciate you joining us. What do you expect? Uh, how were you contacted and what do they want to know the best you can share with us? Well, I'll tell you, um, I've been contacted by the House Committee on Intelligence, and they asked me uh, to come for an interview. I told them I'd be happy to do it as long as I'm testifying in public. And, uh, you know, they asked for document production, which ended up being a letter back to them saying, I have no documents where I spoke to Russians or anyone else about hacking or collusion. It's a, this is a witch hunt. It's, it's a fake, completely fake scandal. And it's what fed into the violence that happened yesterday. It's time for this whole fake Russiagate thing to end. Well, first off, you did live in Russia for a while, right? Yeah, I was sent there by the Clinton administration to get involved in the Russian elections, as a matter of fact. I was getting involved in ways that was making the Russians nervous at the behest of the Clinton administration in the 90s. What were you doing? So, I, was, I was working for the Central Election Commission, advising them on election law development. And, and then I, I worked on the side helping the, the Yeltsin campaign attract young voters. We get, we get involved on one side or the other of campaigns around the, around the world all the time. But the Clintons sent me to Russia. <laughs> That's so interesting. You, you were quoted as saying this. The only time the president and I talked about Russia was in 2013 when he simply asked me in passing what it was like to live there in the context of a dinner conversation. So were you, what was your reaction when you found out that they wanted to talk to you about possible collusion? Well, it's been the same reaction I've had all along uh, since they started this whole gambit in the summer and then returned to it after they lost the election. It's It's hilarious to me, but it's now, as far as they've taken this to the point where a Democratic campaign volunteer who deeply believed that the president, his advisors like me, were traitors, turned around and tried to murder Republican congressmen. This has gone way, way too far, Brian, and it's time to stop this whole canard. Uh, so, so, Michael, the, uh, the whole collusion thing seems to be falling on deaf ears when you have Senator Feinstein say, we haven't seen anything yet. Uh, Clapper rubs his head a million times and says the same thing. And then you even have Senator Warner. We haven't we've seen smoke, but we haven't seen what caused the smoke. And now it just seems to be blowing over, and now they're looking at obstruction instead. But still, are you going to come in and speak to the committee? Oh, sure. I mean, if, I, if I'm able to speak in public, I most certainly will. And my attorneys are talking to the committee. I believe in the, in the committee process in the House and the Senate. I'm a former employee of, of the House of Representatives. I've worked on more than 150 committee hearings. I'm excited to participate in that process. If the FBI or the special counsel wants to talk to me, absolutely. I'll be part of the reason why they understand that none of this went on. Donald Trump was not interested in Russia any more than he was interested in Canada or, or any other nation that he wants to, uh, wants to interact with. Donald Trump was not focused on Russia in any way in the campaign, and none of us ever even spoke about it. I'm longtime friends with Roger Stone and Paul Manafort. Neither of them ever asked me one thing or even breathed the word Russia during the entire campaign process. Look, this whole Russia collusion, delusion it's coming apart at the seams, Brian. And the problem that you have is when you try to sell these half-baked, totally political accusations of treason to your base, 
You're going to find a nut job in there that listens to you, and when it starts falling apart, they're going to do crazy things. What happened yesterday in Alexandria is a direct result of this fake Russiagate scam put on by the Democrats. And the sooner we say that and everybody admits that, the better off we're all going to be. Carter Page and Paul Manafort, and now your name popped up late. First off, Carter Page says he's never met President Trump. In late July, he was assigned to his foreign policy team because you guys were formulating it uh, still. And Paul Manafort, I know you're you're a very big supporter of his, but some say, well, wait a second. He was with the pro-Russian regime in the Ukraine that was overthrown. What about that? those linkages? What do you say to doubters listening right now? Sure, I can tell you, look, I'm involved in international politics, and I have been for 30 years. I was inspired to get involved in international politics by none other than Paul Manafort. I can tell you that I admired his work when I started, when I worked at his firm as a driver in the 80s, and I followed his trail into working in international politics. Like thousands of other Republican and Democrat operatives in the United States every year. Let me tell you something. During the presidential election in Ukraine that, uh, that Paul Manafort was running, more than half of his staff were Clinton, Clinton operatives. You know, don't forget how many Democrats were deeply involved in Russia whose names never come up, like, like the Podesta brothers and how many millions they've taken from this. I'd like Bill Clinton, who took a half a million dollars from a Russian bank that I used to work for and I can tell you is controlled by the Kremlin. What about Hillary Clinton and, and, uh, and Uranium One? For some reason, we're only looking at Republican operatives who have worked with Russia, just like we have all worked with all nations all around the world. International political consulting is an industry. But because you work with Russia or because you like Russian dressing doesn't mean that you're a traitor to this nation. And you are just saying, bring it on in public. I'll answer questions. Why wouldn't you go behind closed doors? Why would you want to go in public? Well, I, I was in the Congress long enough and involved in the committee process long enough to know that the manipulation that goes on behind the scenes at these uh, behind the closed doors events and the selective leaks uh, that come after from the Democrat committee staff, it's a, it's a hanging hearing. That's what it is. And, uh, you know, unless there's light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm going to be able to speak to the American public where Representative Jackie Spear smeared my wife and myself in front of li- a live television audience. Let me tell you something, Brian. I was away from home on a business business trip when Jackie Spear brought me up in the House Intelligence Committee meeting on March 20th. Within minutes after she brought my wife and kids and myself up in her in her hearing, we started getting calls from around the country. Some of them were calling my wife a traitor who had just become a citizen 15 days before. Some of them claimed to be Antifa and that they were going to burn my house to the ground with my wife and children in it. And if that isn't, doesn't sound like the kind of violence that went on in Alexandria, I don't know what does. I'm telling you that violence is, is pointed at all of us, anybody, not just Donald Trump, not just his family, not just his business associates, but people like me who were in his orbit. And, and, and it's, I, no, let me tell you something. Yesterday, the Democrats and Russiagate got their first blood count. There's no other reason for what happened. If the shooter only got his news from Rachel Maddow and the lies are pushed by just one side, you have to say what this is. And you have to say Alexandria is a crystal clear result of all these lies. Right. I just don't think Rachel Maddow or Bernie Sanders wants anyone to shoot anybody. You're not saying that. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that the, 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 you, we, we all know that Ra- Rachel Maddow is way out over her skis on Russia. 
way out over his skis, alleging all kinds of treasonous behavior on my part and on, on, on the president's part and otherwise. When you have a nut job in the mix, and there's always a nut job in the mix. I've been working in campaigns for 30 years. They're everywhere. You're going to inspire uh, violence if you don't uh, 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 tone down what, you, what you're saying. The Democrats know that this collusion delusion is false. They put it together the day after the election, according to that book, Shattered, right after realizing that, that Hillary was never going to be president. They're, they've got to take their foot off the gas, Brian. They've got to stop hear flying to their base just so they can raise money. Mike Caputo, our guest, longtime associate, no longer with uh, President Trump, but, uh, but a supporter. So Newt Gingrich is so concerned about Robert Mueller's investigation and the allegations and revelations that came out in the Washington Post that shows he's now being investigated for obstruction of justice. That's according to five separate sources, but nobody, not the New York Times or CNN, has a similar story or, or Bloomberg or the Wall Street Journal, for that matter. And Newt Gingrich came out. Out and says, Mueller is setting up a dragnet of obstruction, financial questions in every aspect of Trump's life and associates' lives. Very dangerous. The brazen redefinition of Mueller's task tells you how arrogant the deep state is and how confident it is it can get away, it can get away with anything. He's really concerned. He says, Trump's actions now a focus, now a focus of the Mueller inquiry. What happened to Russia? Anti-Trump focus of special counsel. He's really concerned about the direction this is going. Are you? You know, I have a uh, I have a difference of opinion with Newt on this, and it doesn't happen a lot. But you know, I have a lot of respect for for Mueller. I have a lot of respect for the FBI. I'm sorry that that this that the FBI got caught up in all this electoral uh, uh, shenanigans uh, last year, and and I think Comey his fate was sealed when Bill Clinton walked onto the Attorney General uh, Attorney General Lynch's plane and and was uh, was obstructing that day. I mean, unfortunately, the FBI, with this tarnish on their record and with so many politics swirling around Mueller, they have to work in a terrible environment. If what is leaked to the to the Washington Post is correct, yeah, then maybe I will be concerned. But I've seen too many of these stories fall apart for me to start wringing my hands over Mueller. And uh, I'll be watching uh, uh, Speaker uh, Gingrich and others' opinion on this to continue monitoring the situation. And lastly, Michael, your opinion. For instance, how long have you known Donald Trump? Uh, since 1988, but I've been working close. I was working closely right. with him since 2013. In your estimation, uh, I never thought there was collusion. I, you know, I wasn't close uh, to the campaign, but I was an observer four blocks away. I know Russia could not have delivered this election. My goodness, he couldn't collude with the Republican Party. No one even knew what you guys were doing. Everyone thought that you were, you know, putting together a, um, you know, you were doing this with with mirrors. No one thought you'd get the nomination. No one thought he'd be president. There's no way he would clue with another country who's clueless about our system in order to win. But having said that, why do you think that he is so emphatic about stopping it to the point of maybe hurting his own case by firing Comey the way he did and tweeting the way he did? If he's so innocent, and I believe he is, to editorialize, why do you think he's so uh, so uh, determined to— Make it public that there's no that Russia's a hoax and that he's not being investigated, and be easy on Flynn. Why do you think it matters so much? Well, look, I, I served my country in several capacities in the infantry and in Congress on assignment to Moscow, and I think I know love of country when I see it. And several years ago, 2013 or so, I had the honor of sitting with Donald Trump, the businessman, for a one-on-one conversation about America over dinner. We were alone; we weren't often alone. We talked about the founders, the Constitution, the Second Amendment, our military veterans, the future. He spoke about his 
deep appreciation for America because of all the gifts that were bestowed upon him. I cannot believe Donald Trump would ever betray his country, and more so, he would never tolerate any betrayal in his ranks. I also know that, that Donald Trump believes that there are too many politicians out there that don't have the guts to stand up for what they believe. He's seen too many, I've, I've talked to him many times about mealy mouth politicians who won't say what needs to be said. And so I think Donald Trump is pushing the edge of the envelope here to, to make sure people understand that he would never betray his country. He would never tolerate the his ranks. There are no facts in this investigation. It's a complete and absolute witch hunt. We see it falling apart before our eyes, and it's time to stop this thing. And if it takes the, uh, Donald Trump tweeting about this and speaking out in ways that make people uncomfortable, then so be it. And lastly, Michael, what did you tell? I know you said go public. If they, if you go public, you'll go, you'll come forward. What's the last committee that contacted you, and and what did they say? I've only been in contact with the House committee. Uh, they're in real polite and, and informative conversations with my attorney. Like I said, I support this process. I spent too much time in committee rooms on Capitol Hill to not uh, try to be of help when I can. Michael Caputo, thanks so much. Thank you very much. All right. And you know what? I think uh, President Trump, in my humble opinion, needs more loyal people around him now, uh, like Michael Caputo, especially with his experience 